Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian Custom Pick Guards. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wound Pickups. Hey, it's me, Todd Novak. We are thrilled to be in your ears right now. This That's is right. so exciting. Uh, you might want to grab a Q-tip. That's right. Yeah. Or two. Or two. Uh, hey, everybody. We're going to talk about guitars and pedals and gear mm. and all the cool stuff associated with that. And we're happy that you are along for the ride wherever you are listening. Uh, and by the way, wherever you're listening, we'd love to hear from you. So send us a, send us a little note. We get a lot of them. We like them a lot. On the a lot. socials. Yeah, and we, res- we respond too. We have a lot to talk about today. It is very exciting. Today is our Christmas list reveal. I cannot the wait. The knobs. I can almost hear Christmas the jingle bells. List That's right. We need jingle bells. 2017. Sorry. Are those your jingle bells? I'm trying to be. Very bad jingle bells. <laughs> Use your imagination, folks. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's see here. We got a couple things we got to get through first. Um, and I shouldn't say get through. No. They're, they're important, and they're I think they're, they're good to know. First of all, I want to uh, let everybody know that we are listening to our own voices right now on our new Grado headphones out of Brooklyn. New York, handmade in a little teeny tiny townhouse. I forgot I had them on. Yeah, I didn't. I'm they're looking at them right now. They're there. They're, they're, they're on your head. comfortable, and they sound great. They yeah. absolutely do. They're super great. And uh, so we want to thank Grado for supplying those for us. Thank you. So be sure to check them out at gradolabs.com. You'll appreciate it. And I know they will, too. They're good people. And they're handmade, right? I, I mentioned that, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you should listen to the podcast, Tony. Well, <laughs> we're on a podcast? <laughs> Uh, Gradolabs.com, check them out. Yeah. We also want to mention that all the things that you are going to hear us talk about today can be found somewhere very special. Where can they be found, Jared? I'm going to guess Reverb.com. You better believe it. Everything that we are checking out um, is available at Reverb.com. If you got musician friends or if you need to get out a Christmas list of your own, Reverb is definitely the place to go. One of my favorite things is looking at the hand-picked collections page. It's talking about everything from price drops to new gear releases. And there's also, when you get down to some of the particular artist series, so like the Gear of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers is on there. So I like I checked that one. I was like, whoa, what? Is-? So they got... All the gear that they, you know, were using. If you don't know what you're looking for, that's a great place to go. And they have a great app. I tell you what. Excellent app. I bought and sold a lot of things on Reverb, and Mm -hmm. I've had to call customer services a few times. And you actually talk to a person? I talk to a person, and they're outstanding. (laughs) Yeah. Outstanding service. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So used, new, boutique, handmade, it's all in there. Check out Reverb.com, especially for our list. For our list of stuff, and that's going to be on, you can access that on our website or look in the socials. We're going to have uh, our typical blog, like you would see our four on the floor, but this will just be our Christmas list. 2017. (laughs) Hey, Tony. Yes. What else is going on? Mm -hmm. Let's just say you're sitting there saying, well, I really like what these guys are doing. I'm wondering how I could possibly help out. I know. How? I told him to do a short one this time. <laughs> <laughs> Go to patreon.com and become a patron. Or a patron. But yeah, 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 yeah. Patron. <laughs> and you know, there's there's a wide variety of levels that you can uh, that you can join in at and help support uh, this podcast. So check it out, patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Yeah. We appreciate all the help you can give we, us. We are growing and we'd love you to be a part of it. Wow, Absolutely. look at that. That was very professionally said. Well done, very thoughtful. Jared. Right on. Well, hey, thanks to everybody who's helping us out, uh, whether you're a, just a regular person or one of the fine uh, companies we've mentioned so far. We really appreciate it. And um, we're all part of a big guitar family, mm-hmm. and it's it's cool. We got a lot of stuff going on. Ooh. We had a lot of stuff going on this week. Ooh. Uh, let's talk about that real quick, and then we'll get into our... Super awesome Christmas list. I can't wait. We're going to pour a little bit out for our homie Mike Trombley. Wherever you're at, buddy, 
he's been awful busy. I know he's going to school. He's building pedals, and he's got a girlfriend. Yeah, bro. Yes, indeedy. Yep. So he'll be back soon. Anyhow, uh, Jared. Oh, man. As everybody knows, I do pickups for a living. I was repairing some 1966 uh, Stratocaster pickups for a customer. And I don't really make it a habit to ask, hey, where did these pickups come from? Because I knew. But I just said, hey, just out of the blue, I said, hey, where did these pickups come from? He said, I bought a 1966 Stratocaster along with many other guitars at a guitar show. And I said, really? I, Hmm. Um, long story short, I bought this thing. I bought a 1966 Fender Stratocaster. And uh, it's it's been refinished at one point. Um, there was a, a small route that somebody had put in the body. They also drilled through the pick guard, so... I'm going to have my buddy here, Tony, try to fix that we're, for we're, me. We're going to try using some vintage celluloid material yep. to repair as as unnoticeably as possible. That's going to be a challenge, and that's, <clears throat> that's what I'm pretty excited about right now. So I got the guitar in the mail, and, and uh, everything checked out. Everything was legit. I mean, I picked this thing up for a song, man. The guy said, yeah, he said, hey, man, I've got plenty of money in this. Or, or I'm, I'm sorry, he said, I plenty of room in this. Plenty <laughs> of room. So there's plenty of money to be made if you want to flip it. So I'm going to have it uh, restored uh, to its original state. And then uh, we'll see. I don't know. I might put it for sale or I might just plug it in and keep it. So uh, that's pretty much the excitement at my place right now. Mm. And we will keep you posted as to how the uh, pick guard repair yep. transpires. Before and afters, you know. All yeah, the we'll do stuff. the whole thing. We're going to do it on uh, probably on Instagram. There might be an appearance, and then we'll drop some info onto the uh, the Facebook page, too. That's right. I, I got a donor pick guard. Yes. Uh, Where did from, that come from? Oh, my buddy Dan Shin gave me a pick guard. Mm -hmm. He had one laying around. Pick guard too. Yeah, it's that. it's the same era. So and the, it looks, the color the material is, looks the same. Right. So. so I got really lucky on that. So thanks, Dan. Tony. Well, he says knowingly. So today, out of the blue, mm -hmm. I wasn't even looking. I found a uh, really interesting guitar without even looking for something. Uh, I just kind of stumbled on this auction for a, um, basically it's, it's like a, uh, in the world of Rickenbacker, we'd call them an 850 combo. And it is kind of the predecessor to the, you know, like the 325, 350, the John Lennon model, as, mm -hmm. as many people recognize them as, except it has a carved top. And these would have come out in the late 1950s. Um, so there was a, a, a builder that uh, must have made one of these. I'm assuming he only made one. And as I, uh, I did a little research on this, and, and there was a guy in Nevada that was asking a certain amount of money, um, which I thought was kind of low for a set neck, beautiful for a uh, maple-figured uh, uh, neck. That's an awful lot of adjectives, man. There's a lot. There's, I, I, I'm the <laughs> adjective king. Um, so anyhow, long story short, um, I did a little quick research, mm -hmm. found that this was made by a company who probably for the last 15, 20 years, their primary uh, business was guitar refinishing in Nashville, but they also made a number of guitars. Mm -hmm. And so this one uh, is actually really cool. And um, I had... Uh, after I committed to, to getting this, I uh, contacted that company, and um, I, I actually also found out from their uh, webpage that they're ceasing business. So as of uh, at the end of November, they're, they're basically not going to finish any more guitars. They'll be in doing stuff for the next three to six months. But um, um, the guy had the specs. This was from 2011. And when they were still building guitars, and he had all the specs and everything, and uh, when I asked what the original price was on it, it was close to two thousand oh, dollars. And I mean, I could tell that it was certainly worth more than what was being advertised. So uh, overall, I was pretty happy. 
Oh, wow. Pretty happy. But, yeah, in addition to that, just after the, the post-Thanksgiving, uh, you know, playing catch-up at the shop and everything, that's that was that's about it for my guitar I'm world. Doing that. I'm still doing that now, man. It's I know you are. It is. And then with the holidays coming, you know, it's... It's uh, it's going to be one of them things. Yeah. December is always a nightmare. So that's what I got. What about you, Todd? Awesome. Well, uh, I've been getting my fantastic packages from Pedal Genie in all the time. And this one was heavy. So I got the package. I was like, oh, hey, this is a heavy package. And uh, I opened it up. And there was a B-Tronics Overhive in it. Now, if you're not familiar with B-Tronics, they are a a boutique pedal company. Uh, Their their pedals look like something, I mean, almost out of like a video game or something. When you see like distressed, you know, metal and like... um, uh, You know, if you think about like first-person shooters and stuff and everything's all like scratched and dented and paint paint rubbed off and stuff these things are they look like some kind of freaky industrial thing that's that's gonna explode or something (laughs) they're amazing sign me up (laughs) uh so the overhive is kind of like their you know their main meat and potatoes and it's got this massive uh it looks like something out of like a submarine or something it's like a huge knob on it like a like a fender <laughs> like a fender bass knob you know what i'm talking about oh yeah not quite a pv mixing console knob no <laughs> when well you well can, you can turn with your foot yeah <laughs> it takes two hands to turn those right. pv knobs i think yeah it might have been i'm not really sure what those ones with the pv mixing knobs are like but is that oh I'm they're sh- bigger than that well <clears throat> but yeah same style right anyways it matters not man this pedal is nice and you know, the, the bigger the knob, the better the pedal sounds. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, t- yeah. duh. The, the, uh, it's got a lamp on the side, which was really unique. And, it, and it's not a little tiny LED. It's, it's a, like, you know, a little jeweled lamp. <laughs> um, and the actual box itself, uh, I mean, you just if, when you're holding one of these, you're like, holy moly. So much thought went into just the aesthetic of this pedal. It, it's really something. That's cool. Um, this sounded absolutely glorious it had tons of power but it also sounded really great when it wasn't using tons of power and it was clean as a whistle it it was so quiet and for like an overdrive you know we talked about the dark glass one last Mm -hmm. last time or time before that the dark glass had a very almost a clinical sound to it um in the sense of um i guess you could almost say it sounded digital because it didn't have extra color or body this has a little bit of that warmth but it doesn't have any noise it was like noiseless wow and it's got a couple extra little switches so it's just uh and you know it's it's clever the the main knob is honey you know because it's like the it's the bee theme Uh, the hive yes there's got a there's a body switch on it Uh, there's like the hive switch that that, like so the hive makes it sounds like a little either bigger and fatter or or uh tighter and thinner anyways really impressed with that Mm. really really impressed with that i I definitely want to check out some more and i've been talking to them i think they're going to be a guest on the show oh that'd be cool yes so is it is it more of an overdrive or a fuzz or both oh no it's a it's an overdrive it's It's a yeah it's it's just totally an overdrive so I was I, I tried that in a couple different places in my signal chain, and, and I really liked it. I, I especially liked it right after my rat. It just like just woke it up. Like I didn't crank it. I just had it just enough, like almost like running a boost hmm. because it was so clean sounding. So kind of like the 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 EP uh, booster. booster. Yeah, or you know I, I think I mean it'll certainly like this will certainly go. Yeah. So it's not. It, I don't want to be mistaken. It's not a boost, okay. but at at lower volumes, it kind of acted like a little bit of a boost. Okay. It didn't color it greatly, uh, so I could run it after my rat, and it gave it just enough extra uh, boost and a little extra hair on it. Okay. Um, but then when you start fiddling with the hive knob and the uh, the body switch, it's like 
that's when you start getting like the dynamics in there. It was great. I loved it. Um, cool. We're looking forward to check them out and the, the build on these things. I, I mean, I, I don't know of any other pedals that are building like this. Other than Mike's. Other, yeah, other than Mike's. Well, even, <laughs> even Mike would, I think Mike would, would sort of like. It's funny. Whenever he opens up a bow pedal, to that's, this. that's just for yeah, bro. He's looking at Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, so it was great fun. So, uh, yeah, and if you haven't checked out Pedal Genie, that's good stuff. I've been really happy with with uh, with that getting getting pedals just sent to me, just like Netflix used to be. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Nobody no, ever yeah. gets discs anymore, but I get a pedal every time I send one back. I get another pedal. It's great. Nice. So, woo Nice. Yeah, we don't have a four on the floor this week. Someday huh. I might do mine. I haven't, I haven't, I don't know if I'm You're committed to that. You, you, have not, you have not fully synthesized I know, your, uh, your list. Yeah, I don't know. I, it I don't know if I'm there. Much. It kind of does. <laughs> What's that? Santa? Yeah. He's a coming. He is a coming, and Too we are going to be ready with our list, everybody. That's right. All right. Super excited about this. We're going to list off. We each picked five things from Reverb.com to which you can uh, go check out. On the list, you can go directly to the things that we are talking about and browse around other things if you so choose to. Yeah, that's right. Uh, How can you know? And we have not shared these yet. Not yet. Not yet. We have not shared these with each other, I should say. So these these will be surprises. It's going to be very exciting. Okay. Spin the wheel of who goes first. Jared. All right. What do you want for Christmas, little boy? What I want for Christmas from Santa Claus? Besides two front teeth? Yeah, besides two front teeth. I actually got one this year, so I'm pretty happy about that. <laughs> this is true. But the first present I would like to open um, would be a Fender Jazzmaster, a 1966 Fender Jazzmaster, um, all white, uh, with a tortoiseshell pickguard, and... Um, with blocks and binding in the neck. Block blocks. What's explain blocks? Okay, the the uh, fret markers are block inlay. Okay, so squares. Yep. Right. Well, yeah. rectangles, squares, rectangles. whatever. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. not squares. And binding around that. You barely ever see that on any Fender. So right. I, I really now, dig it. Is this is this a a vintage American? Well, I would be happy with a made in Japan one because they actually do a great job building guitars like the reissue oh, yeah the reissue i mean you're you're at what you know 15 to 1800 bucks on a reissue um and 18's the, the higher mark but um it's better than you know what seven to eight thousand dollars for an original or one. more or more yeah 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 so yeah i would i'd love to have one of those guitars I now, don't have but a you're not allowed yeah you're not a, like an offset i've never you don't have any offsets do you i don't it doesn't is, mean so I don't is that like why them. yeah but i think that's why yeah plus well mostly because of the pickup structure that's a jazz master pickup alone the structure of that pickup is different than any other pickup that i've ever seen how so the coil itself is very very thin it's it's maybe an uh an eighth thick of of coil wire where a normal stratocaster you know jaguar or anything else is like a half inch why are they so huge because those are enormous pickups oh they're flat like a pancake so they're they're flat and thin like take a stratocaster pickup and put it in a in a squish it squish it in a press it's like a pancake and you have a just squash it right other things that get exactly what they did and so what i think I mean, at the time when Leo introduced the the Jazz Master, it was he was really wanted to market it to jazz guitarists, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, most jazz guitarists just said, mm, I'm "Not going to play that." Yeah. But I think the tone of the pickups is supposed to be a maybe a little darker. Well, yeah, because you've got a totally different uh, um, magnetic flux because of the coil size. And because of the way the pickup is shaped. Yeah. And uh, the magnets are really, really, really short, too. So for for people out there that aren't, may not be as familiar with the Jazzmaster, so uh, a lot of people get confused with the Jazzmaster and the Jaguar. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the key thing at a, at a distance, so if you walk into a guitar shop and you see a Jazzmaster and a Jaguar, the Jazzmaster is going to have the giant pickups in it. That's right. 
and uh, is going to have a longer neck. That's right. Slightly. Slightly. Itty bitty. Just a touch. Yeah. What kind of, like, when you guys are talking about the sound, how much different is the sound from the bridge to the neck? Are they pretty similar? You know, the heavier bass response in the neck area. Mm. Because a string is going to just, you know, oscillate more in that position because it's just more of the towards the center of the string. Yeah. So it'll be a darker sound in the neck and yeah, and, and a twangier sound in the in the bridge. Yeah, and jazz guitarists, if if they did catch on to the, the to this guitar, they would mostly use the neck pickup. Well, I think it was interesting. One of the earliest uh, users was Buddy Merrill mm-hmm. from Lawrence Welk show. That's right. I you know I and I'm not a Lawrence Welk fan, but <laughs> I if it's on like PBS or something. I Most just, of the people that are listening have no idea who Lawrence Welk is. A one and a two, and a thank you, Bobby, and well, a sissy. Well, if you're an SNL yeah. fan. You know. Yeah. But anyhow, well, Lawrence Welk in the 1960s, maybe 50s, through the 80s, yeah. had a variety, kind of a variety show, I guess yeah. you'd call it. But I, I always watched to see, in the early episodes, Buddy Merrill was the guitar player on there. Mm. And uh, he always played cool, cool, cool guitars. Uh, so even though it's kind of like orchestra music and yeah. dance music, um, I watch it just just to see what he's playing. Nice. Thank I, you, Bobby and a sissy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Let's you got what that. else you got on your list? Yeah, well, I, I've got a lot of acoustic guitars, and um, I don't really have a great humidifying plan in my house, so I. I, I think that uh, some individual humidifiers that you stick in between the strings in the sound hole would uh, would be good for the guitars. And, and when it's cold in the wintertime, your house dries out. Cold and dry. That's right. And what happens to your lacquer-based acoustic guitars? That's right. The finish cracks. Now, if you keep that wood moist and regulated, it'll protect the beauty of your guitar. So, well, and then the other thing that dryness tends to do with acoustics is that makes the... It, it can ne- warp your top, it, too. Yeah, it basically forces... Yeah. I mean, it makes the action considerably higher. Yeah, if you're a string, if you're a you know an acoustic string instrument person, even violin, orchestra-type you know musicians, they're, they're also very aware of humidifiers. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of looking like at this, uh, this Planet Waves... <laughs> GH uh, acoustic guitar humidifier. You can find that on Reverb too. I think that's a great unit myself. I've seen a few of those yep. in action. And that so. that one just slips right through the strings. Yeah, it's basically it, yep. a sponge that you wet. And uh, here's my my issue with these because I'm guilty of it. Is I I probably have a dozen of those humidifiers yeah. laying around, and I'll put them in, and then I forget about them. You, yeah, and you right. got and you got to crack cases to make sure that. You know that that the sponge that sits inside is still damp. My logic is, if it's there and you open the case, you'll at least you go and fill the sponge up with water again. Yeah, and at least it'll have that. You know, when you open the case. No, are these are these the ones that look like the like the pool noodles? Huh? No, 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 not really. This is, no, this uh, is more of a. I think the Planet Waves one is is a, it's like a plastic. It's like an ovally rectangly type of thing, and then it's got some perforated holes on the side of the right. plastic. Okay, the all right. And there's like a, part yeah, of it gotcha. sits in between gotcha. the strings. Gotcha. Yeah, cool, cool. It's pretty cool. What else you got? Uh, you know, I'd have to, uh, I'd have to have Santa talk to good old Hank with the rattlesnake cables. That's what uh, that's that's next on the list. I need some twenty footers, like two or three twenty footers, and I'd want the orange ones. That's some nice orange twenty foot rattlesnake cables. Will that match anything you currently have? Probably my sparkly L success. <laughs> nice, uh, uh, and your and your guitar knobs T-shirt. That's right. Um, but uh, everybody's got to have some rattlesnakes. Um, the next thing I'd want probably got to be uh, a little pricey, and uh, a lot of people can't really afford these things. It's uh, like Martin, me, yeah, and, and like me, I'm just you know hoping Santa. Right, but hey, if you you never know, maybe you were really good this year, and Santa's going to hook you up. I've been looking around at these man, these Martin D45s. My my dad always said, "Man, I want a Martin D45." 
He's he said that throughout my whole life. He never bought one, but so that kind of got me looking at these. And they're supposed to be, you know, the top of the line Martin, you know, that that they make a lot of. Now they have some higher end, you know, Custom astronomically edition. priced super Brazilian everything, whatever. But <laughs> is that right. a, that's a, is that a searchable term? Yeah, super, super Brazilian, Brazilian whatever. whatever. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, the D45 is kind of like the, it was the, if you, if you made it. That's the top in of the, the, in the Especially like in, in country, country music. I mean, everybody had D45s. Right. Because that was, it was, it was a step up from a, a working man's guitar. So what, That's right. what, what's on, what to ex- describe a D45? Well, how how do we your, know the difference? All your, bind, your, you have binding everywhere, like around the body, the neck. Um, Down the center stripe. Down the center the stripe, the the headstock is going to have um, mother of pearl Martin spelled uh, vertically, um, and you'll have the C uh, before the F, or I'm sorry, before the M and then the F. It, you just have to look at it. So go on Reverb and look up Martin D45, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, the the inlays are are kind of rectangly, but but uh, rounded, but rounded, rounded rectangles, rounded rectangles, uh, tortoiseshell pickguard. Mm. The sound hole is decorated with mother of pearl. Um, these things are gorgeous and they sound good too. So uh, gold tuners, I mean, that's the top of the line. Fancy schmancy. It's the Cadillac of the Martin. That's right. You know, you could, uh, which means nothing to the people that are actually right. <laughs> It's like the Oldsmobile. Right. <laughs> or the Cadillac. Okay. Now and, uh, that that's uh that's a that's a that's a pretty big ticket item there, Buster. Yeah, I know, man. I'm, I'm over been, my head on he that. He has not been that good this year. I do have no. a Martin at home, but it's not a D forty five. But I am proud of it. The next item on my list I would love to own and is very possible to have in real life is uh an ac15 i want a vox ac15 and i i want the hand wired version yes and uh perhaps you perhaps you've seen one of those somewhere you visited Mm, this guy that makes pick guards (laughs) um you know i I like the black the black with the purpley grill I think I'd like oh, that. Oh, you like the black. The black with the purpley. The white, I'll have Cheetos one day, and then I'll use the amp, and I'll get Cheeto fingerprints on the white. <laughs> I don't know, that they, make, I don't know that they make the hand-wired in black, though. I don't know if they do either. I didn't see one. I think... I uh, think the, the anniversary version is. Okay. So it's not... It wouldn't be a vintage one, but it would be anniversary. You know, I don't have to get a vintage one. If I'm <laughs> stuck with getting the white the white color, that's fine. You could always have gloves. it recovered. Yeah, <laughs> why would I do that? Uh, they're on Reverb, man. They're they're about like thirteen hundred, you know, anywhere from eleven to thirteen hundred bucks, somewhere around there. That's very doable. Now the bigger question is, what speaker would you want in that? Ooh, oh my god, great question. You know what? I would probably refer to your advice on that. Well, then you want the Celestian Blue. Okay, that's all Nico, right? Yes, it is. Okay, a lot of the the HWs come in with the. I think they have greenbacks in them. Mm-hmm. I think that's what mine had in it yeah. originally, um, and I upgraded my speaker to the Elnico Blue. Now, what's the? Is there a vintage version of that that they made in the '60s? Of the Elnico? Of the Elnico? Like yeah, the, I mean the that's, blue. The the I mean, if you get the, a UK made uh, Celestian Elnico Blue, it is. I won't say it's exactly the same, but it's very right. similar. Okay, so that's the comparison. Yes. That's very cool. I, I got to have one of those. I mean, a lot of artists use those. They're great amps. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'd want the 15 watts so I don't blow the roof off my house. But uh, I believe the, the one you're talking about is called Fawn. Yes. Okay. Fawn is the official color. That's yes. the color of uh, cover on that amp. Yeah. That's five. That's quite a list. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's a couple bucks right there, that's, Santa. That's taken away from our money's. Right. If we were all pooling together with it's Santa, a lot of money, man. Please well, give me that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tony. Yes. Well, I have an I have an extensive list. Yeah, I'm sure you of do. All ranges. Yes. Well, From, give me five, baby. I'm gonna give you five. I'm actually gonna give 
you six because I was oh, extra geez. good. Extra good this year. Okay, extra. Extra. All right, so from uh, this is from low high. Um, My editing is going to be so much fun. <laughs> I like it. Yes. Like it. So the first thing, and, and anybody that's been to my shop knows that I collect uh, Fender lunchboxes. That's right. And mini amps. Mini amps. Okay, and, yep. and let, explain what that is. So every, every, every year or so, Fender releases a metal decorated lunchbox. Uh, Still? Or yeah. is that only vintage, like... Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's, they, every they, year they do this? Yeah, every year or two. Yeah. So they have a new one out, and, you know, I, I just, I, I get them, so I don't know why. Why well, stop now, right? Well, you know, what I do with mine, I actually store tubes inside my lunch boxes because <laughs> I figured an amp would eat tubes for lunch if oh, it ate lunch. Man. That's my twisted lunch. Gotcha. I know what else you can put in your lunchbox? I know. Be beers a ham a ham sandwich (laughs) right okay anyways so anyhow so uh, the first thing on my list at a very reasonably priced 25 to 30 dollars would be a fender vintage catalog lunchbox and they just came out in 2017 okay and it's basically got graphics from the uh you know it's like vintage fender catalogs okay but in addition it's stuffed with all kinds of cool stuff i think there's a strap and maybe some strings and these are 25 dollars 25 bucks that's awesome look it up i i will i'm gonna i'm gonna give you as soon as as soon as i get out out of my commute and stop driving i'm gonna go look this up you do that um then the second thing on my list is um a set of fender telecaster guitar bookends and those are running about eh, 50 55 dollars and what they what they actually come from fender and it's like the top half of a fender telecaster split in two and it's mounted onto a uh like for bookends for for bookshelves who would the hell pitch this idea to fender I think they just had a bunch of garbage <laughs> laying around the shop it's uh, smart throw it on the bandsaw okay hey throw that on my list too Okay, you got it. Cool. All, All right. right, Jared, we'll we'll fill you in on that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I've actually seen them, and they're they're really cool. Uh, it's it's their actual size. If, if if you say that you want one of the lamps that's made out of a half of a guitar, nah. then, then guess what? You're done here. You're done. <laughs> Your time is done. That'll be it. Okay. Oh gosh, I'm seeing those on Craigslist, and I want to throttle who's ever doing that that's just terrible oh yeah yeah that's they're awful. just yeah anyways Uh-oh. all righty so so we've got the lunchbox we got the bookends nuts the the reasonably priced things all right here we go uh, we're moving we're moving into, into <laughs> we're unch- dealing uncharted waters <laughs> do it uh so the next thing on my list is a marshall refrigerator <laughs> Oh, man. I know where one of those needs to go. It is the coolest thing ever. I saw one at, at a NAMM show probably, I don't know, five, We can six, make one, seven. actually. I, I and got it's, an old it, it's, it's like a mini fridge. Right. And it's got, uh, like, the front edge of a of a Marshall on it. And uh, it's it's just super, super cool. Yeah. So That's that, a you great can, idea. You can look that up. And those run... I mean, I, I mean, I, I've seen them for maybe a little bit less, but they're in the three hundred, three hundred fifty dollar price range. Oh, that's cool. But they, but they look really cool. Yeah. And and it's got like a you know it's got knobs and it's got the switch and everything. So the only thing I I did comment to them. I don't know that they ever took my advice. I said is they needed to put a little, uh, a little bulb in the switch so that when you flip right. the switch on. You know that the refrigerator's on. That's there you right. go. But they didn't. They they probably didn't. Well, think we can leave that when you yours. open the door. The lights on. That would be extremely cool. Oh, I skipped over one. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Um, let's back up to the about two hundred dollar price range. I think that fireball shot setting right about now. <laughs> All right. So I I want a Vox MV50 AC. What are you talking about? This is a this is one of the we talked about this um, a couple of episodes ago. I was, and it's there. one of these little. It's a Vox head that uses this new tube technology. It's like a transistor tube, and wow. and they're super inexpensive. What's it's it called? A, it's a Vox MV50. MV50. AC. AC. 
as in AC30. So not unlike the uh, the little There's a VU uh, meter on it. Well, it's it's very unlike that because the there there is a uh, some sort of fluorescent tube, but not a true tube, like a vacuum tube, as tube. we would call. But it's 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 in there. It's a new technology. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget which class it was. Mike was in on this on the episode. And we were talking about the various uh, classes of tubes. Ah. And this is something that that Vox put out. I think just this past year. And it, they're they're super inexpensive, super lightweight. I mean, it's a little fifty watt head that you can hook up to just about any cabinet. And uh, so that's on my list. It looks like a radio, and it's got a VU meter on it. Interesting. So, so that's a that's 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 definitely. I mean that that would be a cool one to have. I I haven't tried one out yet, but I think I would like to try one out. Okay. I would like to have one. Hey, well, too. it's not cost prohibitive, so it's worth trying out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. And then you can always flip it on reverb or something. Yep. If you don't like it, and yeah. if you do like it, you don't flip it. True. Um, so number five on my list, and I. This is one I actually, have I, had, I guess I've had one. I haven't had a really good one, though. Um, I am a guild sucker, in addition to being a Rick and I, I, I'm a fan of those, too. Like, not all. I'm not just like a blanket guild guy. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I think they're some of the best acoustic guitars out there. I, I want a, J, a JF30 12-string. And um, it's not a very ornate guitar. It's the, kind. Of, it's kind of the working man's yeah. twelve string. Didn't Paul it, Simon? Did Paul Simon play one of those? In no, the early I think years? he. I think he had an F, not okay. a not a uh, a JF. Well, I know he played Guild acoustic he guitars. Did. He did. The early days. Yeah. yeah, there were a lot of people. John Denver played Guild guitars. Guild, yeah. They're a good brand. Um, so they're, yeah, they're really cool. They're not terribly expensive. I mean, for for a decent instrument. I mean that's why I I have a lot of guilds in my collection is because like about a thousand bucks. Uh, yeah, they're yeah between a thousand and thirteen hundred. Remember, maybe. people, it's it's not the name on the headstock that matters. That's true. It's the sound that comes out of the sound hole. Well, the thing with a with a JF, that's a jumbo body. Yeah, and it is. They are just loud Booming. and bassy. Nice, and they're just wonderful instruments. So I don't have a good acoustic twelve. Have you, play, have you played one? Oh yeah, yeah. I've had, I, I've I've had several in my in my hands. Oh, okay. and over the years I've had one or two in a collect in my collection that I would. I think one of the things you run into with twelve strings in particular, especially acoustic twelves, is eventually they all need neck resets. Really? Yeah. The the tension from the strings it's unbelievable. is unbelievable. Pulling on that neck. Hundred pounds. Million, one million pounds. That's a lot of poundage. It's a lot of pounds. A lot of tonnage. <laughs> Half a ton. Hey, if you get this twelve string, buddy, you can play the the song Annie song. I by could do John that. Denver, dude. Hey, that song brings me to tears, man. Like uh, le- legitimately, uh, legitimately. My dad used that to do song. That all the time. Well, okay, go ahead. I'll walk in yeah, any, anyways. Rain. By your side. Yeah, okay. That's not the song. No, that's not the song. That's but anyways, not, oh, no. you fill up my set. <laughs> okay, copywriting. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I only used a half a line. Um, so, as I said, I've I, I've been extra good this year. I mean, so so sick yeah, and sweet right. good. So, uh, Santa, if you're listening, um, I would like a Rickenbacker 381. You should have one, Dagonet. Now, a 381 is the top of the line Rickenbacker. So it's like the D45 of Martin. It's more like the D55. Oh, really? Yeah, or D65. You're going a step above. Yeah. So that's Petty's guitar, right? Nope. No? Nope. So you're you're talking block inlays, all the. All the sick. extra bells and whistles. And I mean, it's, it's like all the best maple goes into these guitars. They're just sickening in yeah. terms of their figure. Not only extra stuff, but like they, and they they're, nitpick and they're, the and they're wood. thick, but they've got a German carve on the top as okay. well as the bottom, plus yeah. binding with checkerboard binding. And I'm a sucker for anything with checkerboard binding. Yeah. That's Those cool. look fantastic. They're, they're beautiful instruments. And I mean, they're not. So crazy priced. I mean, I, I would have a hard time 
writing a check for one of these, but I mean, between three to $5,000, you can, you can find one, uh, any day of the week. Yeah. That's not, I mean, terribly for, bad. for what it, it is. is ex- yeah. It's, 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 it's an expensive. expensive guitar, but for what it is, it's, it's a, it's, they're just beautiful instruments. A lot of, a lot of, um, musicians would look at that as an investment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Same with the Martin. Yeah. I mean, so that was my five plus one for being so good this year. Yeah, you're a good boy. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. What about you, old buddy, Todd? All right. What do you want, man? I want a lot of things, man. I know. I want a lot of things. Uh, but I'm not going to get too freaky, greedy or anything here. I mean, yes, I am. Uh, we're, I'm going to start at the low end and work my way up. Okay. Okay. The first thing is the Beatles' complete scores. What? Oh, I've got one of those upstairs. Uh, of course you do. <laughs> okay. A complete score. Too. Let me yeah. ask. Let me ask. So you this. this is this is literally every song. Yeah. How yes. long? Uh, my question was going to be. Let me ask it. How long will it take somebody from start to finish to complete every record? Two hundred and ten titles. Well, you know. That's a lot. So three to eight minutes per song. Yeah, so this is basically uh, 100, 111, no, 1,100, 1,100. <laughs> I'm good at math. And numbers, too. Uh, <laughs> 1,100 pages. It's all the scores and everything. My daughters are, like, really nuts about Beatles and st- stuff right now, and they're musicians as well. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I thought this would be rad to have at the house to, to like, get them to play as well perfect uh, gift yeah it's, yeah it's a little complicated because they do put all of the parts in there yeah right. um but the beauty of it is uh you know mo- uh, i think almost all of them are transposed to the proper recorded key yeah uh which full scores and lyrics too yeah but i'll skip the first like you know album or two I'm gonna, oh see how he is I don't, I don't like that business see how he is it's too it's too saccharine for me whatever uh, okay, next up, everybody. <laughs> well, at, yeah. least, at least now you're going to be getting all the, the Beetle Lover hate mail instead of the stainless My steel hate it. mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, the next one is the Roland Go mixer. Oh. Audio mixer. Cool. Yeah, so it's a five-input recording interface, uh, which is really cool because it goes directly into your phone. So I can actually plug in two XLR inputs into this now you need the adapter kit you know like one of those little adapters that go in oh the adapters the adapters adapters. um but essentially Mm -hmm. it takes it replaces the need to have to have a computer if you're going to record something especially if you're doing like an instagram or you're doing a demo or you're, you're you're doing band practice or recording some riffs or whatever you can hook up a, a mic right you know uh throw a little 57 on your amp uh sure 57 on your amp plug it into the to the go mixer plug the go mixer into your phone hit record video or audio i think you can yeah either one of them we have to and buy you, it to see yeah and blammo that's, i mean it it sounds that's nuts, awesome. Man. That's nuts because in the in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, you'd have to go to a uh, drive to a place, and they'd have a giant mixing board with all this equipment. It's it's all analog, and then well, they're it, not recording albums. And on then this, it but, went to, you I know, mean, maybe that's something. The, the Tascam <laughs> cassette tape recording thing. Tascams, yeah, right. But and in now, but in the last ten years, even phone. it's crazy. Yeah. So in, in the, I mean, the last five years, there hasn't really been a, a, a very effective way of doing this. Um, right. And this is, this is one of the first things that, in my, that I've run across. Uh, Mike Trombley has one with Red House, and, and he, we did a little recording uh, a little while ago, and I was like, I was totally blown away by it. So that is on my list. What do those run? Those are about a hundred bucks. Oh, okay. Jeez. Now, Crazy here's group. the thing: when you get it and you look at it, you're like, "This thing's a hundred dollars," because it weighs about as much as a coaster, <laughs> um, and it's and it's all plastic. But, but it is the finest plastic that you it can does possibly purchase. What Ooh. other things can't? 
to my to my mm. knowledge. Now, the if you're out there, is what you're buying. It, totally. If you're out there, and and this, you know, the nice thing is. It's, you know, I was like, this thing's all plastic and shit. I was like, yeah, but it's perfect if you got like a little backpack or something, you just throw it in there and you can go. It it's can't a go be mixer. Heavy. If it's plugged into your phone, you'll no, you can do, you can do yeah. yeah. So I mentioned recording guitar, but you can also do vocals into it. Wow. You can do anything that you can record, it goes into it, not just XLR stuff. So it's really cool. Yeah, you can do MIDI right into it too. Super cool. Wow. Um, let's see. Next up, of course, I got some pedal action going. I found, uh, I ran across this very interesting uh, pedal company that I hadn't heard before, and I'm probably going to say it wrong, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try here. It's called the Fat Get, G-E-T-T, uh, and it is, uh, it's by Champion Lessy, 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 L-E-C-C-Y, okay, uh, and it's, Champion Lessie hand-painted devices and effects. That's what you can search could for. Be a lucky. So this is some. This is could be lucky. I don't know. Who, who? This person, if you're listening, give me a line. Drop me a line and tell me how it's pronounced, and we'll start up a conversation. I want to hear why I called the pedal that name. So you got to call this guy. Well, it's really cool because this is. Uh, it's a. It's listed as a glitchy harmonic octave fuzz that thing looks really cool it looks cool and the the graphics on this are really fun that's cool so the knobs on here are really interesting because uh there's a lot of them which is fun but they but this guy had a ton of fun building these these pedals uh there's one called gut and there's one called bloat and then right under it there's a little hand-painted uh undershirt tank top thing with a little pot belly (laughs) and then Then uh, the foot switch is the bloat foot switch, and that's got an LED. And then this is going to sound hilarious probably to some or stupid to others. I love lightning bolts. I think lightning bolts are cool. (laughs) And this has a great big yellow lightning bolt on it painted, and that's right under uh, the thing that says podge. I don't know what podge does. And then over to the right, there's two hairy pink arms reaching down with the long fingers, and it, one says girth and one says furs. Minus the hair, it looks like <laughs> something out of Cat in a Hat, doesn't it? It's crazy, man. Yeah, and then the the, the foot switch is for furs. <laughs> so, but I listen to it, it sounds mean. It's like, it's 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 all the fuzzy craziness that I like. Yeah. So I was really, this made me happy, and, he, and each one of the pedals is done different. Mm. So they all have different themes and different characters on them you should definitely go if nothing else check it out and you can see what all of these you know there's like monster feet with painted toenails and underwear and all kinds of stuff blue underpants yeah and legitimately aside from like the hand-painted part which is really cool they sound wicked cool i like them i they're noise machines so i'm definitely gonna look into this brand a little bit more i'd like to get a hold of them and those go for uh, about two thirty, okay. I think, around that price range. That's all doable. Yes. Okay. So that's three for me, right? We're inching up on the. I'm not going to go into Tony Land and do six. Oh heck, yes, I am. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do the Caroline Shigeharu IC Fuzz Octave. It's got. Tons of knobs, and guess what? It's got a lightning bolt on it, man. Is it fuzz? Yeah, it's fuzz plus octave. I'll be darned. Um, yeah, but it's not. It's not just like it's not an octave pedal. It doesn't sound like a like a like a uh, one of these over the top octave type pedals. It's got a bias and gate for controlling or dialing up the the, the you know the broken spitting kind ofness of it. This pedal looks all business. Yeah, this is a, this is one. yeah. This is a like legit business pedal, um, and there's also a side switch that locks the octave up, um, and it converts it to a momentary, uh, <laughs> Mr. Momentary. or a kill mute switch, which is really cool. There it is. And obviously, in Caroline Guitar Companies, like makes really good stuff. So uh, this is this is a good deal for Santa to quality. get for me. And those go from uh, well, I've seen a couple listed in here. They're around two hundred, but. Something else that's a really nice feature is if you're not sure, like, is this a good deal or not, the price guide is kind of built into these things is really helpful. 
Um, so if, you, if you're not familiar with that, make sure you're looking for it because it's just about everything that you see on here will have a price guide associated with it. So you can compare old prices, what they went for, and even tracks like how... Trends. Tre yeah, how your trends are. So you can see like, wait, why was everybody buying the Shigiharu fuzz? They in, just like in, saying in, that. That's the only reason yeah, they bought it. In winter right. of, of 2017. Because they were listening to the podcast. That's really? right. Yeah. Holy Shigiharu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a good one, Tony. I like that. I like it. All right. Okay, let's get on to some stuff that actually you can hang from your neck. I found this really cool uh, guitar from one of my favorite brands to watch on, on Instagram, uh, Rock and Roll Relics. And this is called a Jazz Bastard. It completely grabbed my attention right away. It looks like a Jazz Master yes. body-ish, kind of. It's going to sound like a It's like a cross like between a, a Jazz Master and a Telecaster. Yeah, it's yeah. going to sound like a Tele. Yeah, it's got, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's it has set Telecaster up, appointments. Telecaster Ridge, Electronics, but it has plate. that, it, the, the front end, the, the back end of it looks like a Telecaster, but with a with a arm cut or, um, you, you know, contour. a contour. Um, it also and it has a belly, a belly cut. cut. And then the forward horn that your strap hooks up to looks like a Jazzmaster. Yeah, that's a Jazzmaster body. I want but it. But you were standing on your head when you were I was. looking at it. So. Uh, but it's already kind of like, you know, relicked up a little bit. So it looks like it's been through some gigs and it's got a wide range pickup in the neck, mm -hmm. which I'd probably replace and put the Jared, uh, the Brandon Wounds in there. It's got a black pickguard and it's made, it, the, the color is really interesting because it's kind of like, um, it's like a orangey red, at least in the in the pictures. Mm -hmm. um, no, like a fiesta red. No, of. no, it's a little bit more. Fiesta, I can't stand fiesta red. That's too bad. This has got a little bit of translucency too. You can see the grain in, in the in the wood. It's a little bit more orangey than fiesta red. Okay. Um, maple neck. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah, I think he likes it a lot. Uh, and it's called, yeah, so it's called the uh, the Rock and Roll Relics Jazz Bastard um, Rare Dialins. Faded red. You know, they have aged nickel hardware on that. And an interesting it fact looks, is... Yeah, it looks cool Fender really didn't ever use nickel on the... No, they did not. They used chrome. Chrome. So that that aged nickel gives it a whole new look that you've never seen before. Right. I think that really adds to the design of the guitar. It looks, it looks great. Yeah. Breathe. I am. All right. And then the next thing, this is the this is the I've been good this, this year. <laughs> is this number extra? six? This is number six. Bonus. And there is, um, I believe there's one of these. I think there's one of them made. It's the Dymel Guitar Works Firestar mm. Artist Edition Berlin Tonight. Mm, nice. It's the offset. And this is the thing that I saw the first time that made me go, holy crap, what is this company doing? And... I this I believe if I'm not mistaken, this also yes this has the Leslie effect in it. So the the automatic it's got the Leslie rot, uh, rotary. It's in the guitar. Yeah, he 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 created this this little circuit to put it in there. That is so cool. I love this. I'm you know we've had him on the show. Go back. I, and I'm still to talking it. to him. He's I consider him a friend now, and his is the art that goes into these um, from from Cora. Cora Younger, I just, they're fantastic. A little bit about this particular guitar. Uh, the thing's covered in amazing handmade graphics. It's like pop art style, German pop art. It's just the most punk cool thing I've ever seen. It is. It's got anodized purple tuning keys, Ooh. which looks, which if someone said, hey, you want some anodized Purple tuning keys. Sign I'd be like, up. I you wouldn't know what know to say. Me, and you know me, I would These, want those. But it looks perfect on this guitar. It's got orange dot inlays. Like that's <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> it's got a uncovered zebra humbucker yeah. in the bridge position on a, a brass three saddle bridge. A single coil. And it's, and it's a trem. It's a tremolo bridge. Yeah. Or, mm -hmm. You know, vibrato. And then the single uh, tele style yeah, pickup. Kind of like a quarter pounder up up towards the neck uh, mm -hmm. and by quarter pounder i don't know if it's a quarter pounder but i'm i'm saying that's what it kind of like quarter, well, the quarter, quarter reminds inch, yeah, me a of. quarter pounder has a actually yeah. it looks like a normal lipstick pickup but it very well could have the large magnets yeah it uh, looking at this a little closer it does 
look like it has the slightly larger magnets in there. But it, but the cool thing is, I mean, one of the cool things, it's got a translucent, it's not totally transparent, but it's got a translucent pick guard uh, that's kind of like a, almost like a baby, like a sky, it's got like kind of a bluey tint to it. Oh, so you can cool. see all the circuitry underneath. That's just it's so a wild freaking cool, guitar. man. It's man, just, this is cool. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I've sung the praises of Frank many times, Frank Dimel, but he's a great guy, makes great guitars. Check it out. Maybe there'll be one in the mail. Ooh, right. <laughs> Straight from uh, Germany. Yeah. That's Italian. <laughs> it's Italian again. So <laughs> we were talking about that before the show. If uh, you're in Germany, I'd look this guy up. Man. Yeah. He's a really great guy. You can apologize all the Germans for it. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I have German in my blood, so. Right. Obviously. Yeah, right. clearly. Clearly. <laughs> oh, man. All right. That was a lot of really cool stuff. Yes. I can't wait to put this list together and get it out there. Oh, that's going to be, be a cool. lot of work. Yeah. Um, Santa's going to laugh it. at my D45. I am too, actually. But uh, so, anyhow. Is it time for uh, Would You Rather? Well, it is now because you did your thing. I did it. Let's do it. Obviously. Okay, guys. You wake up in the morning, you you got your pink bunny pajamas on, and you go down the stairs. What are. What are. What what are. What are. are Bajamas. What is that? I think it's an Italian thing. <laughs> you got your pink bunny b- pajamas. I can't Why? say pajamas. You got your, one more time. Pink bunny pajamas with the rabbit ears and everything flopping. Okay, wait. Okay, start. Little just, just start. Just All right. take a breath. So you get up in the morning, Christmas morning, mm-hmm. and you go down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Would you rather see? What are you wearing? You're wearing a pink bunny pajama suit. <laughs> The full suit, okay. just like you see in the movie. Okay. And there's a guitar case, a nice flat guitar case, and it's a Fender. Would you rather see a Fender Jazzmaster in that case? What color is the case? The case is going to be tweed, right? I like a tweed case. Eh? I'm not. Up- I'm not upset with that. I'm thinking you probably want to either see a tan. Or maybe a black one. A black one? And it's got the Fender logo in the corner. Yeah. So you open the case. Would you rather see a Jazzmaster, a Fender Jazzmaster, or a Fender Jaguar? Okay. What color is the Jazzmaster? Jazzmaster is going to be the Sunburst Tortoiseshell Pickguard. And just as I want, it's going to have, it's going to be a 66. It's going to have the. Block inlays and the um, binded bounded neck. Bound. Bound. The binded bound. Or bounded. Neck. The neck that was <laughs> bound to be binded <laughs> with binding. Yeah. It's bound to be bound. Right. Or. Or, how about the Jaguar? The Jaguar. Uh, we should just keep it apples to apples. Same color. It's same year, same okay. color. Okay. All right. Same I year, was gonna say color. candy apple red, but Ugh. let's let's same same everything. What guitar would you rather have? That's where we're trying to get at. That's right. It gets down to the nuts and bolts at that point. What guitar would you rather? There's two main differences I can think of. Okay. What are those two main differences? Well, you got the scale of the neck. Okay. Okay. The Jaguar's gonna be a little shorter. Uh-huh. And you've got the pickups. And the How much a little bit shorter are we talking about for those at home who are listening in the so, car driving? Uh, standard fender scale length is mm-hmm. what we call standard is 25 and a half. Okay. Meaning from the nut to the bridge is 25 and a half inches. Right. Gotcha. Um, Jaguars are 24 inches. So it's an inch and a half. I mean, it's not total, totally. Noticeable. So where, they, where, where are they losing deep? I can't, you why, actually, why, I can't even Jaguar. talk about it. You, you actually, you, you gain an extra fret on a Jaguar. Because it's a shorter scale length, mm-hmm. so it has 22 frets instead of 21. Right. Perfect. For that extra fret that you just got to have. Right? Yeah. When 21 isn't enough, right. you know, you're trying, you're reaching, right. you're trying to get there, and right. boom, you just slide up to that 22nd yeah. fret. There it is. It's there. All right. That's the sound you want. Now, the pickups are, are down different up, as well. I don't go down there too often. 
Yeah. Cowboy quarter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Tony. I'm going Jaguar. What? I love... There's something about the shorter scale length that I really like. So you're you're more of how it feels than how it sounds. Uh, yeah, totally. Okay. Totally. I mean, um, I've never had a problem with sound out of a Jaguar. Mm. I've owned quite a few of them over the years. Uh, but the the thing that I really here there there's usually a couple of problems with either a Jaguar or a, a Jazzmaster. You like how I say Jaguar? <laughs> you know I do. That's for our UK Jaguar. listeners. Jaguar. Jaguar. It's a Jaguar. Um, is the tremolo is a great tremolo, except. A lot of times the break angle from the trem to the bridge mm-hmm. is a little shallow, so yeah. the strings tend to pop out of the slots. Ah. Now, there are some fixes like a mastery bridge and different things yeah. like that. But what I typically do on Jags or anything that have a 24-inch scale is I'll use a set of 12s on there. So a 12 to, what are they, 12 to 50-something, 48, Jeez. 50. And, but because of the short scale length, they feel like a set of 10s. I get it. Um, and that's the beauty of a shorter scale length. Cool. Um, and then, of course, having that extra that twenty second fret. I mean, that, that, that just does it for me. Yeah. Um, but the pickups are actually pretty cool too because they're more they're similar to Strat pickups. They have a claw, but they have the, a metal claw that it's got the claw. Apparently, was designed to focus the um, magnetic the magne- magnetic field. Yeah. Yep. Pretty and cool. um, so it's like a it's maybe. Why a, don't we see that anymore? Um, I don't think you see it anywhere but on Jag pickups. But yeah. but that's my point. There's loads of single coil pickups. Why aren't other ones using that? Um, I don't know. I wish I knew that answer. Maybe that, it that's didn't a, work. Um, it 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 works to some extent. So it doesn't work. It doesn't really work. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, you got me. <laughs> Actually, got me. I bet yeah. it does work a little bit. And maybe it's they got wanted oil to keep. They wanted to keep that, They wanted to keep that fix that feature on the Jaguar, so you would buy their Jaguar. Yeah, I mean, at the it time, it does look cool though. I mean, when yeah. Jags came out, Jags were were the top of the line Fender. I mean, it costs. I think Jags cost more than Strats or Tellys of the same era. So oh, they yeah, were, they were sure. top of the line. Yeah. You know, that's that's what they were going for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never been a big fan of the circuitry. Any any jag that I've had, I've just kind of bypassed the there's a rhythm circuit on the on the upside that you can have a preset rhythm tone and then when you're ready to go into your lead, you flip the switch. Sure. Eh, eh it doesn't do anything. There for are me. there are uh, many bells and whistles, but they yeah, a lot of them do the same thing. It's just the position on the pickup. There are many bells and whistles. That's correct. <laughs> so I'm going Jag. Huh? Jared. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go Jazzmaster because the pickup structure. I I it's a very different pickup structure to any other guitar that I have. The closest you have to that kind of structure. Uh, of that pickup, the way it's built, is a P90, and it's still not even close. Um, so, I'm more, I'm more towards the the Jazzmaster because of that, and and the scale length, I guess. But actually, to be honest, that's not really a big deal to me, because I'm always switching from Fender to Gibson scales anyway. So, you know, what's the difference to me? I'm I'm not going to really notice that. Well, I will notice, but it's not really going to bother me. So, um, I'll go with the Jazzmaster all the way. All right. I'm going Jazzmaster too because I don't want to mess around with all the buttons and crud. Well, you got the same. Like, button. I mean, they look the the Jag looks looks so cool and like I mean, I think you know one of my favorite shows that I went to was Johnny Marr. Mm-hmm. And look, there's few things cooler than than a dude in a cool suit. <laughs> a cool mod suit playing a wicked jag that ah man too cool but i don't need to be playing that <laughs> for one i think the pickups are a little thin for me and all the knobs and fiddly bits like <laughs> fiddly bits yeah. fiddly bits i i mean i like knobs and stuff but Big i knobs, went, especially apparently not not as many on my guitar <laughs> yeah i like yeah. 
Well, I'm, a they're, little, they're, I'm not that kind of player. Do you understand? I mean, there's really, in terms of knobs and switches and things, yeah, it's almost identical to a jazz ma- or to a, a jag and a jazz master. Are almost the same. The only difference is the jazz mm-hmm. master. It's got there's some more there's some more switches, man. Well, there's three switches. Two of them are pickup switches. Yeah. The third switch is like a strangle switch or a high pass switch. Yeah. And uh, the only difference is you've got that switch plate there with three switches versus a standard toggle. But the upper section is the same. The lower but, section but it, is but the that's, same. That, but that's like one of those things. It's like death. No, that's too much. Just give me, just give me a toggle. I'm good. Yeah. Wow. So well, that's what I'm going with. It's my decision. <laughs> and final. Yes. <laughs> Hoo wee. All right, guys. Wow. This has been fun. I love talking about this stuff. Good stuff. Um, Christmas time. Good hey, cracker. Listen up, everybody who's who's listening. <laughs> listen up, everybody who's listening. We'd like to remind you, Reverb.com is a marketplace just for musicians all over the world. You can buy, sell, make offers, and negotiate with complete protection. I've done that. Whether you're selling from home or if the music gear is your day job, there are millions of listings online already, and it's free to list yours too. Join the musician's marketplace at Reverb.com. We need to say thank you to our executive producers for their support of this podcast. We have... A, one of the, the newer members, uh, John Daly. John I hope Daly. I'm saying that right. Welcome. Uh, Robin Smith, Derek Fitzer, Pete Marshall, Carlos Mancha, Mancha, sorry. With, you know, I just potato, potato. I'm not really sure. Mancha. Matt Brammer, David Wolfson, Martin Cliff, and Tom Barazin. Thank you guys so much for your support. If you would like to become an executive producer, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs get your to name right find now. out how. Yes, Jared, you worked that in just in the nick of time. We sure do like you guys participating out there on the socials and everything. Please continue to do so. We love Tony, hearing from you. Yes. We do. Yes, we truly do. Uh, Tony. Yes. Where can people find out how to get cool... Co- pick guard stuff (laughs) that's easy for you to say um well there's a number of ways of course pickguardian.com yeah that's probably the easiest way uh but you can also check uh pick guardian out on social media okay uh you can either do a search for pick guardian or you can use pick guardian and the number one okay excellent cool jared well if you have pickup needs uh or wants it doesn't matter uh, go to brandonwoundpickups.com and uh, look at some of my products there. Uh, I also have a rewind service and uh, to repair any pickups you have. And if is this your business voice? It is. And if, there, <laughs> if there's anything there that you don't see, um, please drop me a line and ask. He does. I, he does custom work. I know I, this a first lot hand. of crazy custom work. Crazy. So, yep. Cool, no, man. no question is dumb with me. Just ask it. I enjoy those questions anyway. All right. Was the sound of music really shot in Austria? Portions were. Okay. Subscribe! Yeah. yeah. I was sitting there. Hey. I was sitting here. I'm just waiting to go. Dude, you could totally grow a uh, mustache. A, say the, no, I mean the not words. just a mustache. A handlebar mustache. No, no, a uh, Tom Selleck mustache. Ooh. You got a thick mustache. <laughs> what the hell? Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at the for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff you can connect with us on social too at our facebook page and share your gear and stories on our facebook group also be sure to check out our instagram at guitar knobs catch you next time